Hello and welcome to Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast with your host Sam, stepbrother Travis. Hey man, the Peyton and Eli broadcast couldn't even get me to tune in last night. I did not want to watch that. Are, they're broken, man. They're broken. What's sad is they'll probably still make the playoffs, but like they ain't going anywhere. Did you see their next three games though? I didn't. I, I saw that they were against really competitive teams. Who, Packers. What's the loss? Are so hot right now. Um, the Raiders. That might be a loss, too. I could see that. Although, you never know if there's some mental upstairs mm. um, psychology against them. But, yeah, from play this year, should be them. And then, oh, shoot, I forget who the third team was. But it's a team that they probably couldn't win uh, with the team they're putting out there right now. But, yeah, did you watch any of that game? Uh, no. I'll be honest. I don't watch much Monday Night Football. The only thing that gets me up was uh, just Peyton Eli uh, last week when they had Tom Brady. This week, I, I just had zero interest in turning on this game, but I uh, was very surprised when it took um, almost the entire game to, uh, to pull off that win. Yeah, I thought yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. How's the Cowboys. week been going? Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. That should be a loss. Week's been good, man. It's uh, I feel like I'm getting sick for the first time in 20 months. I forget what the feeling feels like, and it's not great. So been on the T train. Um, but other than that, it's Tuesday. Yeah, there you go. Now it's Wednesday from a working it's... perspective. Oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves, man. That's depressing. Um, well, anyways, let's let's talk some sports here. So uh, there's plenty to go through. There's plenty to go through the NBA. There's plenty to go uh, up and down. But let's start with football. It's probably going to be a football-heavy um, show to begin with. But, uh, hey, man, Patriots pulled off a win. I came into it being like, you know what? I think they're going to win this. I uh, I, I really did. Um, I, I was totally ready to eat my words. I don't think either team played to the best that they could. Maybe, maybe we can scratch that up to, uh, or chalk that up to the defensive playing. Okay. But uh, kind of a gritty grinding win. <clears throat> and uh, they came up on top, a couple good defensive plays. I know it wasn't what we wanted to see, but that last catch, um, but I forgot who it was for, for them. Uh, the Chargers, phenomenal catch, terrible defense, phenomenal catch. Yeah. Um, I think Phillips was getting a little, a little anxious for his third there. Um, but what you, what, what's our, yeah, what's <laughs> our takeaway here? What are we, are we, uh, uh, where are we? How should we well, feel it's about quality win? This, this is the first I think validated like quality win. It's not a win versus the Jets or Houston, so it, it counts. That's all that matters, you know. A team that will most likely be at the playoffs, and it's actually going to be huge because I think if you look at the way that division is shaping up right now. Right. It's Kansas City division, right? For now. No. The Chargers? Yeah. I think they are. Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, and... Broncos. Yeah, so the way that's shaping up, I mean, you're going to be competing with them in the year. If, if, again, there's a lot has to play out here, but if they continue on this trajectory, figure the Raiders are looking really good. Chargers will probably be in that spot. So you're going to be competing with them. So it's a big win. It's a big win sure further is. down the season. But more so, first big win against a quality component has to have you feeling good, no matter how gross it was at times, that 
you know, you got Carolina this week, you got Bron- the Browns next week, who are kind of a shell of themselves right now. Like, you got to be feeling a little good right now. Yeah, I, I don't like the fumbles or the fumble. Yeah, the fumbles, Jesus, man. I know. Um, Especially and, and in that play. I guess it's just because we haven't seen it. Um, there were parts of Max. He seemed like he was kind of all over the place with his throws. Um, but then there were other huge ones where it was like, hey, they're finally kind of opening it up. Um, maybe there's a little more confidence in him. Give him, give him a chance. So no, he didn't really do anything that could hurt him. Like the, the most of the throws that he missed were just if their receiver wasn't going to catch it, no one, no one had any it. chance of it. So oh, I'll take that. I'll take that over like a Carson Wentz, switch it to my other hand and try to throw it out of the end zone. There. Or what a Herbert did. Just throw it to basically behind whoever it was, Alan. Yeah. Well, that was a very AJ Green moment, huh? Mm. Um, just, yeah. just not on the same page. Uh, that was good. But um, yeah, what, what, I mean, are we, so we'll, let's look at our f- next few weeks. So we got uh, Panthers next, who seem like they're are on the, uh, they're on the down right now. Well, and Darnold's well. probably out. With a, yeah, Darnold. Potentially. With, and uh, <clears throat> did I hear potentially Gilmore might be activated this week? He played last week. He had an interception. Oh, he did. Yeah. That shows you how much I pay attention to the Panthers. Yeah. Um, what also just shows you that, like, it was clearly just pettiness on the Patriots' part, and it, the relationship was so fractured. Like, nothing's changed. Like, it's not like he got more money to go out and play for Carolina. Sure. Playing on the same so, contract uh, you refuse to play. You know, quickly, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm viewing this here. So we got Panthers who are on a completely opposite tra- trajectory as they, they started the year on. Uh, pretty banged up. Yep. Patriots coming off of a couple kind of confidence-boosting wins. So you'd hope momentum carries you through that. You get a win, you're playing a Browns team. That confidence is pretty shaky. Um I mean, they had all of their their guys on the field last week, and they couldn't they couldn't figure it out. And then you got the Falcons, who, you know, let's be honest, are going to give you a, pretty much going to give you a win unless you show up like freaking Bengals, which I, we'll talk about here. Um, I mean, I know there's no guarantees, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm going to again hold back my my uh, excitement as far as like, hey, we got a chance. I'm just going to let it play out because. Uh, I mean, sitting four and four, got plenty of season to go. Yeah, you're in. You're clearly in the mix at this point. So now you kind of control your own destiny in a certain degree, at least. You got two games against. You got oh. or three games left in the division. Yeah, and two um, games against Buffalo. So who knows where Buffalo stands? But those are going to be two big games. Sure. <laughs> um, just looking. Unless you want to say on a subject, and looking throughout the rest of the week, um, kind of weird. A lot of backup quarterback situations huh uh cowboys vikings cowboys got it without dak uh the saints and bucks man i don't know if you saw some of that that was weird i was just back um, and forth grossness winston un- tearing his acl that's a interesting situation now terrible terrible play calling at the end there um by the saints they they call two passing plays and with under two minutes tampa's got one timeout. like what are you doing um, and it was just lining itself up to be like, Hey, you're, you've given Tom Brady the ball with a minute 40, you know, what are you doing? And, uh, Hey, to the saints, 
fortune, good fortune, uh, just an uncharacteristic. I guess when you get that that many chances at game winning drives, I don't know. Maybe you just get bored with them and uh, you just get a little overconfident. And I mean, uh, he wasn't he wasn't great in that game. Nah, he turned yeah. it on in moments. Um, uh, um, Jaguars are brutal. Uh, dude, what the heck, Joe Burrow? I'm talking, I'm talking you up like you're the next, you know, savage quarterback in the league and you put a stinker out and it's not just on him, obviously, because the Jets scored 34 points with, you know, take your pick at quarterback. Um, actually us, uh, us, you SDSU. That's what I meant to say. I think he was a San Diego state quarterback. Mike White. Yeah, isn't he? Are you sure? No, I don't think so. I think you. I could be wrong. <clears throat> Hang in there. I'll check it out. What did you think of that game, though? Well, I think that I, again, curious. It's not a good look for the Bengals to lose that game. But again, to your point, it kind of shows that anything can happen at any given Sunday. It's like called any given Sunday. Um, <clears throat> but more so, everywhere. Yeah, very curious to see what happens when Zach Wilson comes back. Because clearly, Wilson's uh, not all that ready, and like. You know, Mike White's not the future of the franchise. He played really well. My bad. Not even close. Yeah, Kentucky, right? Western. Western. The the Hilltoppers. Um, Geographically speaking, very close. um, But, yeah, I mean, it's – it's. this is the NFL, man. Like, as much as we want to say, like, this team is a sure win, there is no such thing. you got to come out and you got to perform. Like, there are some abysmal teams over the last few years – that it would take a miracle, but these guys are all so talented. If you can, if you take a trap game and you give another team a chance, they're just those days, and this was one of them. Um, any other games? The Steelers over Browns. I told you the Packers would win. You picked the Cardinals. I know. And I think though. I'm like the Cardinals. I mean, Murray's banged up. Like, I'll mm-hmm. be curious if they go on a little slide here. It was a couple games. Yeah, they uh I mean the good news is for them is that they they picked a good couple they you know had a really strong season so if they did get a little slide they could they could probably come out the other side. Um how about a couple things around NFL? How about Derrick Henry, man? That's a loss for the game, huh? It is, yeah. It's a win for the Patriots. I, I know, that's Patriots. four weeks, four weeks from now. Yeah. And he's going uh, I think he's going to be at least six. <laughs> That's a bummer. Adrian Peterson, though, I mean, maybe <laughs> he's still going. He's still going. How is he still in shape? He's like, I'm done training. I don't know. He's He probably isn't. He just – give me the ball, I'll run straight. Um, <laughs> give me a million dollars to do it? It's great. And then, uh, dude, are, are, when this is all said and done, are we just going to be like, all right, the Rams, they pulled it off because – if you're a quarterback, man, I don't care how good you are. I don't care if you're Tom Brady. I don't care if you're Aaron Rodgers. Like, how how do you have to feel as a quarterback when you got Donald and now Vaughn Miller? I know he's aged a little bit. I yeah. get it. He's slowed down a couple steps. But that's a scary, scary thing to go oh, yeah. against. And, I mean, Leonard Floyd, too. They, they, have, a, they have a deep team, man. Um, talk about, like, going all in, though. Stafford's got to be pumped. This is the first time anybody's gone all in in what? <laughs> How many years he's been playing? Right. Um, any other storylines from this week? 
Um, I mean, besides the James Winston injury, which we briefly alluded to. Oh yeah. What do you? What's your feelings on that? I know it's horse collar type. Was yeah, it horse collar? I, I don't. I didn't even see it, but yeah, I think it might have been. Um, <clears throat> sucks for him. He's having a good year. I don't know what the stands are here now because I know Kaden Hill's hurt too. So, mm-hmm. be curious to see if they bring anyone in. This whole Philip Rivers rumor, like he'd be interested if they talk to him. Jesus, man, what are you doing? Here's a question for you. Philip Rivers, I know they already said no, but like, all right, you're a team that's desperately looking for a quarterback. What's making someone like Cam Newton untouchable? He sucks. Why would Rivers be any better? Because he can throw the ball. Can he, though? He can throw it better than Cam Newton. Definitely can throw it better than Cam Newton. <clears throat> but you could also make the argument can Taysom Hill throw it put better it just, than put it this way. Phil, what, Phil what Rivers? What is more of a media side trip, bringing in Cam Newton or bringing in Philip Rivers? That's true. Like, that's I mean, really yeah. a part of it. At the it's, end of the day, the media is For just his like, talent, far oh, – Philip Rivers must have had another kid. Seriously. Yeah, right? <clears throat> uh, the high school coaching gig isn't paying what it was in the NFL. Um his talent is just so much less than the headache that comes with bringing him in uh, as a player. But and the other big story: Are the Eagles going to go or the Lions going to go zero and sixteen this year? Zero and seventeen. Sorry. Is Dan Campbell going to finish the season as the head coach? Were they one of the last teams to finish zero and sixteen? I forget who was the last team. They may have been, to be honest with you. Was it them? And then also, here's a question: Did was Dan Campbell on the team when they made their the trade for Goff? Was he there already? Yes, I think so. He was. I think so. Yeah, because okay. I think they did it as part of like getting, they got more draft capital. <clears throat> That's going to be a tough spot to be in, man. You see it all the time where there's like a scapegoat Kate, a coach that you put in there, pretty much not set up to win for the first two years. Until well, you thing. get some, till you get some draft capital. Yeah, but I'm because, curious if they give them the year. But at the same time, and you're if you're zero and sixteen, or you're one in, you know, one in fifteen, it's not much better. It's like you gotta fire somebody, right? And it just <laughs> seems like it's it's unfortunate that it happens to to some of these guys because we don't know if Dan Quinn can coach or not. I mean, he doesn't have a quarterback. He doesn't have, you know half of the he hasn't been able to put even any of the assets that he would want on his team um into the picture uh, yeah it's just it's just crazy to me yeah i mean i'd be curious if anyone gets fired from that team but well he didn't help himself out with the interviews in the beginning <clears throat> no 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 um, no i i thought he was a loony dude when he first got hired he actually has kind of grown on me where he's not crazy um, as crazy as he was, but uh, maybe that's just the harsh reality beating on down on him because he's uh, it's not, it can't be fun when you get a, a zero wins in the win category. Um, and even if you do have one, one win in the win category, look at teams like Jaguars and, and Dolphins, it must be a miserable time, huh? Right. Um, so I'm looking into next week a little bit. Oh, there's your cat's tail. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking into next week, and, you know, there, there's not a ton of crazy matchups. There's a lot of games that 
I would su suspect go the way that you um, would expect to see them. Obviously, there's the Packers Chiefs. That will definitely be a highlight one. Uh, the Rams and the Titans would be a lot more attractive if Henry was playing. So, I mean, he changes the game so much that I think we're going to see a whole different Titans team. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And there's not many good, like, even Monday night, Steelers, Bears, who gives a shit? Mm -mm. Like, you only really watch that if you want to see where Justin Fields stands because, God, that I don't even know. talk I about don't the Browns. Steelers yeah. game of 15 and 10. Talk about a gross game. <sighs> it's terrible. It really is. And, uh, you know, they're, they're in a situation where, you know what's funny? It's like, remember how long ago the Browns were in the situation of, like, the Lions and stuff? It wasn't that long ago when they were just the worst team and now it's – obviously, you're not happy you're 4-4, four four, but it's like now you're not happy because they're not making the playoffs. But I get it. As a fan base, it's like, hey, these guys got to be performing. You can't have OBJ on the field and not know that he's not on the field. Um, they got some work to do. Um, anything in the NFL world? Anything else you want to talk about? No, trade deadline, not much else happened today. It's kind of underwhelming. I thought the Patriots would do something, but really has been underwhelming. But we're rocking with. They're going for it, man. Did you see oh. this? Did you see the story? Speaking of Von Miller, you mentioned him obviously getting traded to the Rams. Did you see that story that came out that it was and this could all just be bullshit, but that there was like a locker room rips because he wanted teammates to help pay for his Halloween party. And no one wanted to do it. It's all right, we got to trade him now. It's not worth the headache. Like, <clears throat> apparently it's just like, I don't know what it was. Because he hired, like, Quavo from the Migos to attend, and, like, all the teammates thought they'd just be invited, but then he was going around basically, like, church plate, like, offering plate, just, like, what can you contribute towards this thing? And I was like, oh, all right. <clears throat> Who knows? Okay. You know, I'm going to take the, the side of the, the teammates on this one. If you're going to ask for money, let's be up front with it from the start. Say, hey, guys, I want to do this. Um, really, it's an annual thing, though. Well. It's even more confusing. With how bad the Broncos have been in the past few years, there's nothing annual about, annual about the players on the team other than Von Miller. So yeah, true. it would make sense that a lot of these guys did not get the message. Yeah. Um, but yeah, remember, it, it's crazy. It feels like so long ago when Von Miller was doing those outlandish commercials everywhere, basically basically because <laughs> Peyton was there, uh, got the got them to the, you know, they were, they were on top of the world, had a great defense, fantastic defense, and all of a sudden it's just gone. And mm -hmm. he was just left by himself. Man. Well, we'll see. I mean, it, it, this definitely shapes up. This looks like, hey, he might be on the the end of his, you know, career as far as you know. Not to say that he doesn't have many years left to play, but as far as the the, the great production, the Hall of Fame production that we've seen. But I'll tell you what, this this is shaping up. You come to sunny L.A., Southern California, you're on a new team, a team that's ready to compete, that you can get put in there, and you're rushing alongside Aaron Donald and I, I'll tell you what that'll that'll give you an extra couple of years 
uh, of production. So that's a scary thing to think of. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, health permitting, obviously. Now I've wanted to push this subject off this, this uh, transition into MBA because I'm not even broken hearted. I'll be honest. I, I have not, as I said, last episode, haven't even given emotional, um, I haven't contributed any of my emotions to the Celtics so far. I don't know how to. Um, and last night was a great example of why I haven't. Uh, so the Celtics, how much were they up by? 17 in the third quarter. 17 in the third quarter uh, against the Bulls, who early on, a lot of season play, I get it. One of the top teams in the East. Coming out. <clears throat> And you blow it. You blew it bad. Not only did you lose by just a couple, you blew it by a lot. <laughs> yeah, you, you sucked. It takes effort to not only lose a 17-point lead, but then to lose it by a considerable amount. Yeah. Um, in one quarter, just, you know, 15 minutes of play. Uh, 12, 12 minutes of play. Oh, I'm sorry, 12 minutes of play. I'm not sure why I got that wrong, but 12 minutes of play. I mean, how much time do you eat up just – if you just got the ball inbounds or you, you inbounds the ball you and you, you ran out every shot clock, how much time is that eat? 48 seconds, you know, probably about possession per possession and a half per minute. But, <clears throat> I mean, you're really just going to make one or two passes at that point. Well, that's essentially what they must have been doing because I, I – so anyways, long story short, without having to go over and, and talk about how, you know, obviously that's a terrible result. Fourth quarter was awful. They gave up. They, they must have mailed it in. They got, they got it 39 easy. to 11. Effort went away. The, the, everything that got them. Didn't they score 100 by the third? Yeah, it was like 102 to 87. They lost 128 so, to 114. And then at the end... Um, I don't know how to put this. I, I'm totally, I'm, I'm actually kind of relieved that Marcus Smart said something, but at the same time, I'm like, Marcus Smart shouldn't be saying anything. <laughs> dude, dude, well, here's the thing. Right sentiment, wrong time. Don't, don't so say catch I'm anybody I'm out. Tell, tell us what, what he essentially came out and said, whether you have, you know, word by <laughs> word or if you want to. Basically, uh, they need to, like, get him involved more. It was basically Marcus Smart asking for more shots and that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are being too selfish in the games, which is hilarious because Marcus Smart – how many assists did Marcus Smart had last night? How many assists? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to guess maybe two. He had zero. He had zero assists. Mm. So – Well, he doesn't get the ball, so how is he going to pass <clears> it, Travis? Seriously, right? Yeah, seriously. This fucking guy, man. Marcus Smart's the issue, in my opinion. Like, J- J- don't get me wrong. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, fucking atrocious. Like, Jason Tatum is probably arguably one of the best players in the league right now, the way he's playing as currently constructed. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. The way Jalen Brown's playing right now, he's like the worst fourth quarter oh, okay. player in the entire NBA. Jason Tatum. Sorry, Jason Tatum. His stats, See, that, like, are terrible. He's. I'm sorry, but if, if you're going to shoot this, I feel like this happened way too many times last year, and he was an all-star. They reward him for it. Eight for 22. I feel like this is every seven for 21. Five for 23. Like, that's his stat line every single night. Yep. 
Oh yeah, it's uh, it, it's really bad, it's really bad. So again, and he's also just he's a huge pain in the ass. Like, dude, they were saying like he should just bench him. Like the next time he he goes to the rim, doesn't actually try to score. He's just going to let him try to draw contact, and then at that point, if he doesn't get fouled, just puts his hands up and it's a five on four. Udoka's well, just the thing. Is this, and she's like, you're done. This is game this over. Is not the, this is not the year to complain <clears throat> about fouls because you're obviously seeing. Unless the refs have a change of heart, they're not going to call it. Oh no, fuck which which I think I agree with. I think it's you know I think Draymond even came out just start and said like, him up every time he complains. It's awesome, and so not only does it take a bad, I mean eight for twenty two. You're not having that's. I know you finished with twenty points, but that's not a good game. That's no, a, that's going to hurt you. Which and it's also reflective that if you lost a seventeen point lead and you were shooting like that, not only did you have a bad offensive game. But you weren't putting any effort on defense. Well, he was a team leading minus 24, which plus minus just means when he was on the court, the team was at score by 24 points. That's terrible. Um, terrible. Okay. So we're, po- we're pointing it out. We're pointing out the negatives. Um, what, what are the options? What, do, what is the, the destination? Of this right now, I don't know. Just keep losing. I think, like to be honest with you, the team's going nowhere. Like I, it's only been seven games. You got what seventy five so left. Here's how I'll frame it. I want you to 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 give me the the super pissed Boston kind of depressed outlook, and then give me like the the optimistic. I still have hope. How they might turn it around. So like two angles at this. And you just started going into like well yeah um, as as they play right now, they suck. Um defense is terrible. Everyone like it, it's clear that Tatum, Brown, and Smart don't get along. Even Tatum and Brown, like I don't know if they can coexist because it's way too much of you do it, then me do it, you do it, then me do it. Like Jalen Brown didn't get a single fucking touch in the fourth quarter last night until he got one in the rim and he missed it. But the dude was clearly a hot. Like, if you're going to give anyone the ball in the fourth quarter, let him cook. Not you, Tatum, because you, you're terrible tonight. And you've been terrible really all season. You really been that all season. Um, the only game he played well was against Houston. That's because Jalen Brown wasn't around. And it's the fucking Rockets, who will probably win maybe, if they're lucky, 30 games this year. I don't even <laughs> think they'll win that many. They have some shit to figure out. Either you need to pick a path. Like, you're, you're going to be, at this point, maybe – Playing seed, best guess, which is awful. <clears throat> and it's just a waste of a season. Like at that point, you're a middling team. You're kind of just where you were last year, basically. It, it's nothing's happened, you know? Um, and there's all this talk like, do they get fuel in the offseason? What happens at the trade deadline? Like, clearly the Wizards are a much better team than you because they actually play with some fucking effort. Um, so I don't know. As far as optimism goes, Sam, I don't know. I have any. Personally, this and this is where I'm at. This is why I'm, yeah, go for it. No, this is why, why I'm, I asked that the question because the team that we have right now, this is the team we've been looking forward for years before mm-hmm. we even had this podcast. This is the team that we would text back and forth about with the Nets draft picks, and we would talk about you just wait, you just wait, and then we'd go through the the drafts. Like, it just feels like it, it, this was this past offseason. But this was years ago where we're going through our own process. While the 76ers are going through their thing, we were actually going through our, like, not-so-covered 
process. And we're watching this and we're saying, Ooh, what are they going to use with that first pick? Okay. Jalen green. I mean, uh, Jalen Brown, sorry, Jalen Brown. And we, we talked ourselves into it and we saw how, Oh, they, they didn't pick this guy and that was a good choice. And, Okay, Jalen, you know, Jalen is somebody that could be a great two-way player, blah, blah, blah. The next year, okay, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? Oh, Jason Tate. Oh, I love it. I love it. We talked ourselves into it. Oh, Jay, look at this year. Look what they did in the playoffs, that posterizing dunk. Um, I can remember exactly where I was when all this was happening. That posterizing mm-hmm. dunk on LeBron. Oh, maybe this is when he's like, hey, I know we lost this, but I've arrived. And then the next year, they do make a little jump. And like, okay, he's having some shooting habits, but, oh, he's going to be an all-star. Great. We're not anywhere. Like the team that we've been waiting for, not only did they arrive, they arrived yesterday. Yeah. And coming into this season, they had to get rid of a coach who I think was one of the best basketball coaches in the league from knowing the game, being able to schematically come up with scenarios, defensive schemes, all those things. Um, But it was just clear that he – lost the effect on the team it it wasn't that he wasn't a good coach he just you know they needed another guy to come in and say the same things and make it resonate a little differently and so they made the changes they need to and now we're still left with this team that arrived yesterday and so it's hard for me to be like again this is such an overreaction there hasn't even been double digits in games but it's clear that they can't they're not going to compete with no. the top at this point it's my my if you're not thinking championship based on where you were in the past few years and the hey you can blame and say oh man hayward shucks um oh Kyrie shucks all of these all of these mm-hmm. but at some point like making the playoffs isn't a, a good year at this point it's, are you going to be able to compete for a cha- championship with the pieces that you drafted that were going to be it? And with the way the made, makeup of this team is and the way that they look, the way they've looked last year and the year before that, I don't think so. Me either. No, I don't think so either. I mean, and you're not bad enough to be a top draft pick either. So you're just going to be stuck in the middle of the road, which is like the worst place to be in the NBA. So the only hope is the only, I guess the only hope is that these guys are still young. And as a Celtics fan, there's hope for them to get better. But as they're playing right now, God, it is so frustrating to watch Jason Tatum. Like, I'm just waiting for – I really would just love a dope to be like, you know what, buddy? You're going to DMP tonight because you're being a little bitch. Does it, <laughs> why haven't they hired you, Chad? Um, Seriously. Does this not feel like those times when – I know we were, weren't were as big Celtics <clears throat> fans as we were – have as we've come to be over the years. But, like, the Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker days. They yeah, they're talking about that on the radio like, today. Like, is it going to come to that where it's like you got to trade one of these guys? Because, like, they just Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker combos getting you nowhere. <clears throat> and I mean, at this yeah, point, yeah. it's probably going to be Jalen Brown in the grand scheme of things because Tatum has the more potential. But, like, the only viable thing you can do there is trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal and hope that works. But the way I look at it now, I almost think it makes Tatum a worse player because you should be like, oh, I got my best buddy now. We can just kind of be ho hum, make a shit ton of money, not really win anything. Like, you know, we don't really care. I drive a fucking Maybach to the arena. Like, I don't really care. Like, it's like you gave him this fat contract, and now he just – I don't know. We'll see. You know, when this all is said, 
does this not make you like stuff like this makes me respect LeBron James more oh, and more. so much more even outside of the sports I think it was Charles Barkley I don't know if it was recent but I, I saw it recently of the quotes that he put it's like the fact that someone like LeBron was called the king like we did that like mm-hmm. the people called this guy the king put him on Sports Illustrated at age like freaking 16 or whatever he was said he was going to be the greatest of all time not only did he like live up to it but he has exceeded that somehow yeah. hasn't been in any <laughs> trouble makes all this money and it only fuels him to do do more mm-hmm. um, that's insane to me that's a special that's a special type man um okay around the league on a less somber note i guess let's just talk about something else what <laughs> other teams what other players are are uh overachieving what other teams maybe underachieving a little bit i know the blazers have been a little uh figuring out a little bit i know that uh obviously the nets man seeing kd stuff every day uh well right now the top of the east is the bulls heat knicks and wizards that don't make no sense right like well well, what makes sense about the wizards that they played freaking boston like three times in the last yeah. three games. <laughs> well, like, the Hawks right now aren't great. The Bucks can't figure it out either. Pacers, who I thought the Pacers would be a playoff team. They're, they're terrible right now. Um, Warriors have been great start the year. Um, John Morant has been great. Yep. Suns, Clippers still struggling. Again, this, it, we're not even 10 games in the season, so all this can kind of flip itself around, but – right it's fair to react as a Celtics fan because it's just so terrible. But like, I really don't like reacting or like an overreaction like that this early in the season, but it's just, it's almost like uh, how is this a team that I've been able to in prior seasons, get myself so excited for so much dysfunction only to realize at the end of the season that they had zero chance to compete, to compete. Not win it all, like just have a realistic shot that if you played your best basketball, you can make it to the finals. And they don't have that right now. No. Maybe they'll figure um, it out, but I doubt it. I know. Well, anything else there before we move on? Not really. It's like I said, it's early. Um, I think it's very funny that the NBA is going away from Thursday night games because they don't want to compete with the NFL until February. Which that just shows you how powerful football is right now. Even though some of these Thursday night games have been so blah. They have yeah. except these past past weekend. Yeah, that was a great game. That, that was, was a great game. game. Um, NHL. There's a lot going on in the NHL right now. A lot of it off ice. I don't really want to go into that. I want to give that. If we're going to talk about that, I, I would like to give it uh, a couple weeks to sort of yeah, digest yeah. it. Figure out where that see plays out. Um, <laughs> one other thing I did see is a headline about um, attendance mm-hmm. uh, this past week. And it was saying that numbers are, you know, compared to pre-COVID, which I guess there's understanding that with guidelines and with um, hesitancy still like big of it. But at the same time, I'm down the street from freaking AHL team, uh, the goals. And that place is crazy uh, with, with fans excited to show up. But what do you think? What's going on? Do you think it's just has to do more with well, I mean, the times or is it the actual interest in the game? 
think it's part of both, you know? I mean, hockey as a product, especially in playoffs, you figure last year. Um, were there, I can't remember. Were there fans in the stands last year for the playoffs? There were, right? It depended on – so Montreal had to go all out to get – Yeah, I remember just, that. Um, which, again, affects – I think that affects the grand scheme of things when, I mean, not many people go to these playoff games, but you watch them on TV, the atmosphere is just crazy. Um, it's so back yeah, and forth. Yeah. So with no fans, it's a much lesser product. I mean, the energy is still high, but it's a much lesser product. Um, so I don't, that might be part of it, but I'm sure, like you said, pandemic's still playing a part, I'm sure. Um, and, I mean, people forget it still is the fourth most popular league of the four professional sports leagues. So yeah. uh, there's always that inherent risk. I'll be curious how it plays out long term because it does affect the NHL salary cap more so than any other league. Um, agreed. And then you, you would think there would there would be things that'd be helping attendance. Actually, one is that a lot of the uh, traditionally you'd see you kind of look at them as being uh, what, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like you have the Florida Panthers playing really well. You have the Hurricanes playing really well. You got some teams that aren't traditional like hockey you know, hubs, um, you would think stuff like that would help attendance. You would think that McDavid being by far the best player and somehow uh, one-upping himself from the year before, you would think that Ovechkin on the chase and scoring early on this year, um, you think all of these would contribute to maybe uh, a chance at some more attendance or more interest, but uh, I guess not. Yeah. I don't know. See how it plays out. Um, anything in the actual play on the ice that you, you want to go on to anything that you've been following? Uh, have you been watching anything or paying attention to anything outside of the Bruins? And, and actually have you been watching the Bruins much? <laughs> I've not been watching the Bruins much, but Panthers okay. and Hurricanes, man, they're, they're for real. Good teams. I, Cannot uh, argue against that. They're looking looking very good right now. Um, just going through some of the games later today. Um, yeah, it's been. I mean, again, it's such a. It's early on. I think interest. It, it, they're even if they don't mean to or fall on the same day. I mean, they're competing with uh, football themselves. You know, right in the heart of football season and. It's just tough when you're a, a season that plays 82 games and you're in the first 10 games of those. Um, it's hard to feel like it's meaningful, even though you know it is at the end of the day. But uh, yeah, that, that's all going on. I, this is sort of in, in line with like, I, I, again, I mentioned this last week, if your team's on the World Series, you don't pay attention, but like I almost don't even think about the world series um still going on i mean they played a game on sunday i'm like oh that's right they're on today um is that how everyone's feeling or is that just you know again is that just me not having a team to root for a dog in the fight um i think it's part of it that i told you once red sox lost i could care less i just don't want the astros to win you know I probably won't watch the game tonight. Maybe I'll tune in to see what the score is, but that's basically all I've done. I've watched like maybe the first inning 
Yeah. And then uh, just check in the next morning, see how it would play out. Yeah. Um, that's too bad. But all right. Roundup of everything else, sports world. Anything going on? Got nothing, man. Nothing. I'm going to the F1 Grand Prix this weekend, which yeah, I can't man. cross about, but you seem got excited. The, got the tickets in hand. It's awesome. I'm so excited for it. Um, anything? Uh, have you watched any shows, any movies you come across? Um, no. Not really. I mean, this hasn't been much new. I mean, um, no, not really a whole lot new. Yeah, I thought stuff would come out in November. Um, I didn't see anything really pop up. Uh, one show, did I mention this last last week? Dogs of Berlin. I think I did. Yeah, I think you mentioned it. You, yeah, I mean, I, that was some. That was like the last show I I, I watched. Uh, I haven't really come across anything else uh, recently. No moves. Oh, I I did watch. Uh, I take that back. I watched Army of Thieves. It was apparently a prequel to the Army of. Oh, the dead. Yeah, the dead. I I don't remember anyone asking for any such thing um as far as i could tell i, I really didn't even see any connection with army of the dead other than the just, uh, uh, yeah the, what's his name the guy. yeah hey it was i don't know it was entertaining it's a movie i think i'll ever watch again probably not um and then i also watched uh hypnotize or hip hip, hip no hip hypnosis i think yeah hypnotize. How was Anyways, that? Um, uh, it's short enough to watch it. Um, you know what I mean? It's a it's great a review. One if it was two review. hours, no, I'm out. Two hours, I would tell no one to watch it. Um, that's that's tagline right there. She is short enough to be willing to watch it. Uh, yeah, so... Hey, you know, not every movie. There has to be some mediocre movies to make other movies stand out, and other movies stand stand way down. Um, but then there's a uh, there's a couple big movies coming out the theaters, I think. Right? Uh, what, am I seeing that one with Lady Gaga and all those actors in it? Oh, House of Gucci. Yeah. Oh, House of Gucci. That's right. And then um, that looks good. Yeah. So there's some stuff coming to theaters that. I'd be interested in, but outside of that, it's been pretty low key. More so sports than anything. I haven't really watched anything on, um, as far as series go. So, kind of boring. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry if it was sort of a slow news of day. Um, we slow week in sports. Yeah, that we much exciting that, happening. I hope there'd be something with the deadline, which there wasn't. Um, or anything much to report of anyways. Um, I mean, I can't really apologize because it's just this, what sports give us this week. Sometimes there's a little bit of a quiet time. Um, you know, basketball, disappointed, but there's still super early. So it's tough to come up with a ton of um, deep-rooted storylines. And then uh, hockey is the same thing. Baseball is pretty much over. NFL is just kicking let's see if the Patriots can keep it rolling uh this next week get above 500 and who knows what's possible exactly well episode 67 has come to an end appreciate you listening along as always if you enjoyed it feel free to 
have a friend over to listen next next episode. Um, but until then, we will catch you up on all the sports from this day uh, to the next time we record. I appreciate you listening along.